0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Rip City Rundown. We've got another episode of the Rip City Rundown podcast today for you. And as you saw by the title of the video, we're going to be going over the possible players that the Blazers could bring in this offseason, really focusing on the guys that have been rumored to the team, all the high-level talent that has been rumored over the last couple weeks. We've already talked about some of them, but we've had some new rumors recently. So it's going to, we're going to keep it a little shorter today, and we are going to just re- review and go over the fits and if we want them on the team. So, how you guys feeling uh, since the last podcast? I mean, got some new rumors for the Blazers.
1: Yeah, it's been a lot of new rumors for sure. I feel like every time I look at the news, there's a new player who the Blazers are linked to. And I don't know how true these rumors are, but it, one thing's for sure, the Blazers are gonna be aggressive in the offseason. And I think as a Blazer fan, this is a very exciting time I think we kind of suffered a little bit not going to the postseason for the first time, but it's created a more compelling off season with like actually trying to change the core of the team like for good this time and actually chasing a star or a, a better player than what we're used to, at least.
2: Yep. I'm excited as well going to the season or into the off season. I'm you know, the pot will be stirred once again. It's been stirred last year and the year before that. And the year before that, unfortunately, not the roles we wanted, but um we got another roll, so let's, let's do it again. Let's get a six.
0: Yeah, so the first one we'll talk about here is the one we haven't touched on at all because it came out just a couple of days ago from Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer. He reported that the Trail Blazers have identified Washington's Bradley Beal and Chicago's Zach Levine as potential targets for the Blazers. We talked about Zach Levine a little bit. Um, West, you said that you think Zach Levine is just what Anthony Simons is going to be within the next couple of years. But Bradley Beal is interesting because... He's kind of been known as one of the better point guards in the entire league or, excuse me, shooting guards in the entire league for the past couple years. And the Blazers would have three ways to acquire him. The first one would be if Beal picks up his player option worth $36 million, the Blazers would have to straight up trade for him, which would require picks, a bunch of young talent, probably not an avenue the Blazers want to go down. If he opts out of his player option, the Blazers could either sign him outright, which would be a max contract around $190 million, so you're paying him a lot of money, or a sign and trade, which again, you're trading assets. So, what are your thoughts on Bradley Beal um, to the
1: Blazers? So, of course, we need to give Bradley Beal his flowers. He is one of the best guards in the league. And this is, what I'm about to say is, it's gonna not take away anything from his like, skill. I'm just concerned because you're basically just getting a better version of CJ. Um, and it's, it's less about what Bradley Beal can do, and it's more about I think the Blazers need to change kind of like the framework and the roster construction of the team where maybe your second-best player behind Dame is an impact forward and not another guard because we've seen what two guards who don't necessarily play good defense will do to a team. You can have – a top five rated offense. And then you get to the postseason, and you're letting Aaron Gordon just splash it from downtown. That's not a recipe for success, nor will you ever win a championship that way. So I love Bradley Buell as a player. I just don't know if he fits well with the team right now.
2: Yeah. Um, he's what? Six, three. Yeah. yeah he's probably under, he's probably under, him call him just he's got a bag though. He's got a bag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember seeing him. He was a scoring leader at one point, I think two years ago, something mm-hmm. like that. So. You know, awesome player, like I said, but probably is not going to fit with this team. I mean, we've, we've seen it so, so many times, the guard lineup not working. Defense is what we need, and he doesn't bring that compared to the other players that are in the trade rumors. Um, yeah, it's, it's basically just a CJ McCollum. I'm not going to say he's peaked. He is 28, though. He reminds me of CJ kind of on where he's at in his career in a way. You know, um, really effective, but probably not going to get much better from here. Yeah. Maybe going down from here, but um, but the biggest thing is just no defense, no size. And that's what we need, especially if we're going to keep Simons. If we're going to get rid of Simons, then sure. But um, if we're keeping them, no reason in having three, three, uh, what's a small animal? Three ants out there.
1: Oh, I get it. Like, Anfernee. Yeah. Anyway, I think another thing that you could talk about, though, is like, apparently, like, Dame and Bradley Buell are like good friends. So like, did he
0: play on the Team USA team? I, th- I
1: don't – I'm not sure what I, no, when no, I was – my reasoning and my evidence for what I just said was – honestly, it was Dame's rap that he did. When he, he name-dropped Bradley Beal in his, in his little freestyle he did. And he was like, me and Bradley Beal are tight pretty much. And, like, that's great and all, but I don't know. I need someone who's going to fit. And I'd be willing to take a player who may not be as talented as Bradley Beal, like a four or three or four It may not be like an OG on a for example.
0: Yeah. Let's go ahead and jump into that because I think that's the one that's caught the eye of most blazer fans. Cause he fits perfectly into that role of the three and D wing, the guy that brings size, still a little young and would literally fit perfectly with Damian Lillard and Anthony Simons. And that's OG on an OB. that would require trade would definitely require the seventh pick. I've seen some mocks that say seventh pick and little, which is something that I'm, I'm kind of on the fence of. Um, I think it's an interesting avenue. Ananobi showed a lot at the end of the year last year. I think he averaged somewhat like 16 or 17 points. 17. And that was as basically like the fourth option on a Raptors team that just had a bunch of guys that were averaging anywhere between 15 and 20 points. But he's still just 24. I forget about that. He's been in the league for like six years, but. I think that's a guy that the Blazers should definitely, definitely be looking at getting it.
1: Yes, and I think if you're the Blazers, you can't be – if he was genuinely available, you can't shy away from, like, oh, we don't want to give up the seventh and little. Like, I would listen to that offer for a long time and really contemplate that because that's – if it gets you an OG on an OB, I think you got to swing. And that's what, you know, Joe Cronin in the front office has been preaching is we're going to swing this offseason. And in my opinion, if you had like a graph of like fit for the team and just straight up talent, I think OG's like your best bet here because he's a three. He basically plays on the wing, he's young, he's athletic, he plays defense, and he can go get you a bucket too. Like he's not like he's not like Andre Roberson, where you know he's just corner threes here. Like he, he can get you a bucket or two, but he also brings that critical defense because If you're the Blazers, your avenue to a championship is you got to surround Dame with four-plus defenders because Dame's just not a plus defender. So,
0: Yeah, there was actually a video of, I don't know if it was like a front office member or a coach of the Raptors today, and he was getting interviewed. And they were talking about OG Onanobi and stuff. And I don't know if this was a Blazers reporter, but someone asked me, he was like, so would you do seven for him? And he was just like, oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to go down that avenue. But like, it was just interesting because like, they're already putting it in their mind that the Blazers want to get him by throwing out that the Blazers are willing to trade the seventh pick. So I thought that was interesting. I mean, I really like it. I think it's one of the more likely scenarios that the Blazers have this
1: offseason is going after him. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I just – I don't know, though. I haven't really heard any, like, grumblings out of Toronto that he, like, doesn't want to be there. It's just like a strictly – basketball move or something because like i just it, it's less
0: grumbling from toronto and more like front office members around the league are like i think og Ananobi could be available at the right price and stuff like that not as open as say a jeremy grant or maybe a deandre ayton but not untradeable by any
1: means that's the thing is like og Ananobi, deandre ayton like those are the type of players you're willing to give up the seventh pick for i'll, I'll honestly be a little disappointed if the Blazers get get Jeremy Grant, but have to give up the seventh pick. Because quite be frankly, pissed. Jeremy Grant is not worth the seventh pick in the draft. Like, I'm just sorry. This, this dude's value is so inflated. Like, he just became – all he did was become the number one option on arguably the worst team in the league. Like, he was a role player pretty much in Denver, and he was good. Like, he's very valuable to a team. But it, I don't know. It'd just be like – I don't want to compare him to other players, but it's just like a role player and he just goes to another team to become a star, but that team is really bad. Like someone has to score the ball
2: yeah.
1: in Detroit. I mean, come
2: on. Yeah. Would you guys think getting OG and Jimmy Grant would be, cause like, I feel like they're, I feel like they're both similar players, same height, same age, kind of same weight in a way they're kind of built the same. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like OG is kind of just a younger version of Jimmy Grant Mm-hmm. But you, again, don't want to, you know, invest too much in one over the other. So, That's... you think you guys, do you think they would fit well together? And if they do, do you think we should bo- go for both of them? Because you want a lot of two-way players. I mean, look at the Celtics they're in the finals. I feel like Marcus Smart and everyone, um, mm-hmm. Jalen Brown, they have similar play styles in a way. And they're in the finals.
1: Yep i i mean don't get me wrong i'll take OG john and OB and jeremy grant you know, I'm i'll just saying i'd be disappointed if it was only jeremy grant and it was we overpaid for him like if it was only jeremy grant we overpaid for him i'd be upset but if it's like jeremy grant and og that's all of a sudden you got dame simons og jeremy grant and you know probably nurk at that point assuming he comes back center's position is a little clouded right now but we're, we're assuming nurk that's a, that's a squad right there and yep. You brought up a good point about, like, two-way players. You obviously need those. Like I said, with Dame being a negative defender already and he's getting older, like, you, you're you going to have to start surrounding Dame with, like, actual defensive talent and not just, like, a Robert Covington.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the best blueprint is a Chris, a Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Like, they're both – Chris Paul obviously has been a good defender in the past, but with his age he's regressing a tad. And then Booker's obviously not the best defender in the league by any means he's definitely below average but they surrounded him or them with above average if not elite defenders and not only is that just good to have those elite defenders it off also rubs off on your guards that they start playing a little more defense so mm-hmm. i think an og on an ob and jeremy grant move would be interesting because that would mean you're giving up a seventh pick and maybe something else for og and then you're probably giving up another first and like i don't know Another more salary like Eric Bloodsoe a twenty twenty five first and like Keon Johnson for Jeremy Grant, so it's definitely something that could definitely happen in my opinion.
2: Who is the next player that
0: next player I want to bring up? We've talked about him a little bit, but it's DeAndre Ayton, and these rumors have significantly increased since the last time we talked because Ayton has kind of said and his agent is like they don't really want to be in Phoenix and surprises me. All the talk is. He's going to be on a different team next year. The question is, what yep. team is that going to be? That's we're still to find that out, but that would be, I think, the biggest move the Blazers could do based on just yep. age and like potential.
2: I think it's important that if you go with the under Aiden, you still got to bring defense on wings because Aiden's not going to play premier defense. I mean, look at the Jazz, they have Gobert. <laughs> Was a great <laughs> defender but can't play premier defense and got torched by Lucas. <laughs> so yeah. Um that's a good point. You gotta bring you gotta bring defense elsewhere other than centers. I just hope if we acquire him, we don't play all right, we got some great defense, now we can get some guards. But obviously an amazing premier perimeter or not an amazing perimeter, paint defender and young center in the making, but becoming maybe top five center.
1: Yeah, I think DeAndre Ayton is the prize player in this agent class. I know he's he's not is he technically a free agent here? He's restricted, restricted. I think so, most yeah. likely scenario would be sign and trade though. Yes, but he is probably the best player that is most likely to become available. I'm not gonna say he's necessarily 100% available yet, but all rumors, all signs are pointing to him becoming available. So I think you're the Blazers again, you got to swing, go get him. But like Cody, you said. If you're the Blazers, you can't go get eight and be like, "All right, we're done here," because you got to revamp this. And I'm not saying you have to go get like all stars at all five spots. Like, go like as much as I clown on Jay Crowder. If Jay Crowder started for the Blazers next year, I would not be mad. It just yeah, can't. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just respectfully, it can't be C.J. Ellaby. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um. Got Josh Hart off the bench or Josh Hart could start. I I
0: did. I wanted to, you mentioned Josh Hart and I wanted to mention something because there was an article that came out from hoops hype and it ranked like all players in the league based on trade value. And three of the blazers were like on the list. Mm. Highest of the blazers was obviously Simons. Then the second highest was Hart and third highest was Nurkic. And they mentioned an interesting thing about Hart. And they said that Hart could, very likely be on the move again due to the fact that his salary is so team friendly that he could be like the centerpiece for the blazers trading wise like as a contract because he makes i think it's 12 million dollars a year Mm -hmm. and i think it's he's got one more year left on his contract and he fits perfectly if we were to go get that star player that's going to cost like 25 to 30 million we put his 12 million along with our trade exception which is 18 million and you've already basically covered the financial requirements. So I thought that was interesting because I really like Josh Hart on this team. and I would rather see him stay, but he could be the key piece to bring in a guy of star. Yeah. Like
1: star I, th- I think Josh Hart, if he's the one required to go to get an OG, a DeAndre Aiden, you do that for the Blazers. You got to use your resources. Um, now you don't want to do something stupid and trade him for Miles Bridges. I would not trade Josh Hart for Miles Bridges. I know. Maybe some people would. I wouldn't. I would prefer to have Josh Hart on the team. But, you know, again, in order to get a good player, you have to give up. You have to give up value, too. And he has, like you said, some of the best value in the league. I mean, I didn't think this dude was a scorer. And then he was dropping like 40-plus for us. Yeah, the, I was like
0: 20 for the Blazers this year.
1: Yeah. You know, I always knew him as like a, you know, very opportunistic player. You know, he run in transition, very good rebounder good team player, like, he just does all the little things very well, and he started dropping, like, 40. I was like, this dude's actually good. So, if you have to get rid of him, I understand.
0: I mean, that's – at the end of the day, one of those – these guys that we're talking about, whether it's Nurkic, Hart, or Little, or, like – Nurkic
1: surprises me to, that he's on there. Nurk, oh, He's young. I keep forgetting he's so young.
0: Yeah, but we're going to see one of these guys go. It's not like we're going to bring in all these players and have the same roster, so – It's just a matter of how many go and who it is. Um, Another interesting thing is Trendon Watford Watford. tweeted. He tweets, never knew finding a house in PDX would be this tough. And Nurkic responds, and he goes, I might sell my house soon with two eyes emojis. And that got people stirring a little bit because it's like, is he buying a new house because he's about to get a new bigger contract with the Blazers? Or is he buying a new or selling his house because He's he's leaving Portland? Nurk Nurk. always plays around like that, but. Nurk's on Twitter.
1: Nurk's always on Twitter, (laughs) clapping back at people and just stirring the pot. It's really funny.
2: He's got them Twitter fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: The
0: final player I want to discuss is you mentioned him already with Josh Hart, but Miles Bridges is the final guy that has kind of been a rumor to the Blazers. He would be restricted free agency, probably going to get a big contract with Charlotte. It's just if the Blazers do a sign-and-trade or just outright sign him without Charlotte matching. They averaged like 20 points last year, but you said you would rather have Josh Hart than Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges is more of an offensive player than a defensive player, but I would say he is probably an average defender. Um, He also is a rapper, so maybe he could do some songs with Dame if he came to Portland. You got any thoughts on Miles Bridges to Portland?
1: Uh, no thoughts on the wrapping side of things, but that would be cool. Um, in terms of basketball, after some thought, I would give more consideration to a Josh Hart for Miles Bridges. Yeah, you know, Miles Bridges is underrated in my opinion. Um, I think because his offense is was so good this year, people were just like automatically assumed he just sucked at defense. Oh yeah, not I'm, true. Not true at all. Yeah, he's an average defender. And if you're a very good offensive player, an average defender, you're an above-average player here, like if we're just going off that logic. Yeah. Um, I think he'd be a good addition to the team. Again, it's just my problem is our our three and four spot position-wise in Portland have never been scoring heavy because we've had name. And now we have Simons. And so I just think if you bring in a guy who is just gives all his – you know effort and all his value on the offensive end like we don't necessarily I mean we do need offense from the three and four obviously but just historically it's we've been very guard heavy in terms of scoring so it's just interesting that way
2: I would be okay with acquiring bridges as long as we had defensive focused other players so if it was Dame, Simons and then bridges just the other two would have to be solid defensive players and a lot of people forget like this guy's Big, like he's six seven, and he, he's pretty athletic too for his moves. You saw his dunk he did this year against Post. I don't know who it was. I just remember their announcer's reaction. Uh, <laughs> Horn of he's, an, he's iconic, obviously, but um, yeah, degrading announcers if he came here. No, I'm just kidding. I like our announcer, but you know, and he's young. Know, he's 24. Uh, he he doesn't get me ex- as excited as like an Anobi type player, but I feel like I would. I want him more than I guess Bradley Beal, if that makes sense. Just because of the size. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know what? You know what Bradley, this is the last thing I'll say about just the players in general. Bradley Beal, that whole like rumor just kind of just feels a little forced. I don't know. Like kind of out of nowhere. It might be, it might be true. It kind of came out of nowhere. It's just like I almost feel like we're like the Lakers here and we're just dropping every name under the sun and we're being like. Oh, Lakers are going to get this guy and this guy and this guy to play with LeBron. And, you know, I don't know. The Bradley Beal one feels a little forced because like Bradley Beal has been rumored to a lot of teams. I don't know how genuine this one is.
0: It could be just Cronin's just making a bunch of
1: calls. Or yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, he's probably inquiring about people or Cronin's just putting that out on purpose to the media to, you know, to be like, yeah, Blazers are here to play as I'm yeah. lagging.
0: No, you're not um, lagging. It was just a text check your phone um final thing i want to talk about we'll, we'll finish up here real quick is um we mentioned it in our own video but i don't know if you saw the news cody uh the phil knight offer to buy the blazers ceo of nike trying to get it from jody allen along with a dodgers assistant or or co-owner so that would obviously be a big move for the blazers if you want news about that go watch our video on our channel me and west did a breakdown of that news so um, I think we're, we're going to wrap it up here, though. If Final thing, rank the players in order of who who you would want the most. Don't even consider, like, how much you would have to give up. Just if you wanted them in your starting lineup next year.
2: Easy. Okay. Top of my head, we got OG and then Jimmy Grant. I'd say OG, then Jimmy Grant. Then I'm going to go Bridges, then Levine. I know we didn't talk about Levine in this video. Or I'll say Levine, then Bridges. Aiden. <laughs> Sorry about that one. You know, sometimes man, sometimes. All right. Yeah, is, is we'll eight? say eight and three. We'll say eight and three. Okay, and I'm not, I'm not saying he's, two or three. I'm not I saying he's better. I'm just saying value for our team. It's gonna go OG, Jeremy Grant, Aiden. Or OG Aiden, Jeremy Grant. Then Levine Beal. In my opinion. That's me. I think i agree.
1: I'll go I'll go Aiden first. I think that's a huge upgrade over Nurk. So I'll go Aiden, OG, uh Jeremy Grant. Uh, sheesh, Beal or no Levine, Beal Bridges. I know I named a few extra, but basically, OG or DeAndre Raiden would be a home run in my opinion. I think those are the definitely top two, and then Jeremy Grant's probably well, the third. Jeremy Grant's in there. He's just been rumored for so long. He's He's like, God, you got to throw him in
0: there. I so hope you enjoyed it, guys. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll see you in the next podcast episode. Peace.